Welcome to Awaken Life Church podcast. For more information about our church, please visit awakenlifechurch.net. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Daniel. We are uh, amazingly blessed to have you guys as our pastors. I, can, I just can't tell you enough how much we love you, how much you guys bless us, um, our families, all of us. Um, we are truly blessed, and we're just honored, honored that we get to do this walk with you, uh, truly, 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 truly. Well, let's pray. Lord, just thank you for this opportunity um, to share a word, God, a simple word, but we just welcome you, Holy Spirit. I know you're already here. I just welcome you, Father, to take over, Holy Spirit. Just take over. Don't let me say anything that, that uh, you don't want me to say. Just lead and guide, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I just like to say, you know, I, I like to get around and say, welcome everybody today and welcome the guests. And I didn't get to do that this morning. So I'm just going to take a minute and say, hey, welcome. Welcome all visitors. We just love you. We're just so glad that you're with us today. And so... I just like to welcome you guys. So it's it's awesome. Thank you for being here today, and we, oh, what amazing amazing time of, of praise and worship today. So I have a question for you. Um, what if? What if God is truly as good as He says He is? What if God is truly as good as He says He is? Kind of a weird question. I'm getting some weird looks here. You know, yeah, just what if. Think about that. Did you, sometimes we see things on TV, and we know that, oh, that's too good to be true. I put my family through torture during Christmas because I watch the Christmas Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I love that because it's a happy ending. Perfect. The acting's not perfect, but... Perfect people, perfect clothing, perfect, oh, the weather. The houses are dressed up beautifully for Christmas. The town is beautiful, and it's like everything's perfect. The perfect guy gets the perfect girl. It ends up having a happy, happy ending. It's perfect. And we look at it, almost embarrassed that you watched the whole thing, and it's too good to be true. And then we go to the opposite extremes of movies, and we see the DC and Marvel movies, and we've got Spider-Man, and we've got Batman, and we've got Iron Man, and Spider-Man's zinging webs and flying from building to building, and Batman's got really cool cars, and Iron Man, he's falling from the sky helplessly, and all of a sudden, these pieces of armor start flying up out of, out of the ground and attaching to his legs and his arms and his breast and his head, and before he hits the ground, he zooms up and helps to save the world and think, mm, boy, that's not true. That's not true. That ain't real. But it's fun. But it's fun. Fun, fun, fun. And we know, we know that God is real. We know that his word is true, especially after service, to, like praise and worship today. His presence is so powerful, and we know that he's good, but yet, Sometimes when we're going through things, the lies of the enemy, they just bombard us. And sometimes we know that they're lies, but they just seem so real. And we wonder. 
I know God's good, but I don't know if he's good to me right now. I've been there. You know, <laughs> I, I have no doubt that Jesus loves me. But every once in a while, I used to think God was mad at me. So Jesus loves me, but God, I don't know. Uh, he was, he's, he's referred to as a father, and I didn't have that great of a uh, relationship with my dad. So it's like, mm, fathers can get mad. What if God's mad at me? So I knew Jesus loved me. But God, I kind of wondered, you know. Thank God I'm over that. <laughs> but, but there are some amazing things in, in the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and, and things that God just wants us to be settled in our hearts. He wants us to settle it in our heart. In Ephesians 1, I don't have this for the screen because it's long, and I just wanted to shorten it for time, but we have some amazing things here that God has provided for us. He says, uh, Paul writes, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. He's not withholding anything. Blessing is all. All spiritual blessings. And then he goes on to share what some of those are. We have been chosen before him, before the foundation of the world. Chosen. I love that, chosen. Before the foundation of the world, he was thinking of us. That's an amazing truth. He predestined us. Oh, this is very important. I almost missed it. Because of his great love, we are seen before him, holy and without blame. God sees us holy and without blame before him. That sounds pretty good. I don't know about you, but I remember my past. And so this is a really good thing, that I'm standing before God today holy and without blame because of his grace, because of his love, because God is really as good as he says he is. Next, he's also, because of his grace, we have been accepted in the beloved. We probably all have experienced a bit of rejection in our lives, one way or another. So to know that we are accepted, that God has accepted us just the way we are, that is a good, that's a good thing. We have redemption through the blood of Jesus. We have the forgiveness of sins, all because we deserve it. Not. All because of the richness of his grace. Because of the richness of his grace, he's provided so much love and so much for us. Sometimes it sounds a little bit good to, too good to be true. You know, and these wonderful things, it's all in seven verses. The Bible is full of blessings, full of the goodness of God, full of the love of God that he has for us. So the Bible is full of good news. And David, and that's how do we know these things are true. King David wrote, God's word is settled forever in heaven, and his faithfulness is to all generations. So how do we know? God's word is settled. Whether you like it or not, God loves you. Whether you like it or not, he has provided blessings for each and every one of us, and it's settled. He's not changing his mind. He doesn't love us on Sunday and mad at us during the week. He's not up, and he's not down. There is no shadow of turning with our God. He is faithful to all generations. 
for you and me today in the year of 2019 and to Evelyn's generation and the ones beyond that and beyond that and beyond that. He is faithful. It's settled. Paul writes in uh, Corinthians, his promises are yes and amen. In Deuteronomy, we, we read, I will proclaim the name of the Lord, the greatness of our God. His work is perfect, a God of truth. He's a God of truth without iniquity. He's just and he's right. So we know these things, but we have two we have two wonderful people that bear witness to all the goodness of God, even even beyond the writings of the Old Testament and Solomon and King David and all the disciples. There's two that bear witness that God's word is true, that he loves us and has great things in store for us. Romans 8 16, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. That we are the children of God, the Spirit himself. God's Spirit himself living inside of our spirit bears witness with us. There are some things that he wants you to know, and he is right there inside you bearing witness. When the lies come at us and the enemy just bombards us with lies, He wants us to know that he loves us. He wants us to know the truth, and he bears witness to that truth inside of us. He wants things to be settled, settled in our hearts. His love settled in our hearts. So whenever the storms do come, we're not shaken. We're not wavering. We are settled. We're standing on firm foundation of his love. So the Holy Spirit himself bears witness with us. And then we have another amazing witness to the love of God. Jesus said to Pilate, to this end I was born, for this cause I came to the world to bear witness of the truth. Jesus himself came to bear witness of the truth, the truth of God, the truth of his love. Through John 14, 9, we see Jesus saying, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So when we look at the life of Jesus Christ, we see God. Everything Jesus did, everything Jesus said, represented the Father. So we know by the witness of the Holy Spirit, we know by the witness of Jesus that God is good and God is true. We see how Jesus uh, witnessed to people. And how he loved people. How he healed people. That's what God does. That's what God, that's what God is. We see Jesus. We see God. Jesus also said the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. Jesus went about healing the sick. All that came to him. We don't read anywhere in the word where Jesus said, uh, I'm sorry. God's teaching you a lesson, so he gave you that, and and I can't pray for you. I can't heal you. We don't see anywhere in the Bible where God laid a sickness or disease on someone because he was mad at them. Jesus healed all that came to him. So I have to believe that if Jesus did that, then God wants to heal each and every one. 
whether that's a healing of the heart or healing of the body, Jesus healed all that came to him. He reached out to the leopards, the untouchables, and he pulled them in and he healed them. No one was excluded from the love of Jesus. And no one is excluded from the love of God. He went also about casting out demons, even raising the dead. He raised the dead sometimes to show the glory of God. And sometimes he raised the dead because he had compassion on the people. He had compassion on the people and he wanted to minister to them. That is Jesus and that is our God. God did the spiritual and he did the natural. He cares about it all. So through the life of Jesus and the witness of the Holy Spirit, we do see. They testify that God is truth, God is love, and God is really as good as he says he is. So maybe the question isn't really, what if God? Maybe the question is, what if we? What if we believe? What if we believe with our hearts the truth? You know, belief, believing starts with a decision. I'm going to believe that. I'm going to believe that. Or, nah, I'm not going to believe that. It's a decision that we make. And from there, the process, from here to here into the heart, it grows. And then we declare. And then we know that we know. The Spirit bears witness. We know Pastor Daniel said during, um, during the, um, the recording night, you know, we declare no weapon formed against us. But when you know that you know that God loves you and you know and you're settled on the truth of word, we say no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. It brings conviction. It brings, yes, I believe that. Yes, I can stand on that. So the real question, do we, do we truly, truly believe First Thessalonians 2.13, Paul says in this verse, when you received the word of God, you received it not as a word of men, but as in truth. The word of God which effectually works in you that believe. So when we believe without question, his love for us, the fear and the doubt of men, really isn't so much an issue because we know the truth. We're not so bothered by mm, what do people think, are the, are the things that come at us because we know the truth. And then Holy Spirit can minister to us and through us without question. The enemy comes in with lies that spring up doubt and fear and unbelief. But when we're settled in the truth of God, then we can recognize the lies of the enemy. It's funny that um, over in the teens, I happen to know that today Leslie's uh, having kind of a demonstration with the teens about recognizing the counterfeit. So when we know the truth, we can recognize the counterfeit, the lies when we know the truth because it's settled in our heart. We're pretty good about going to the word when, whenever we have a need. You know, we, we go to the word and we look for the promises and we grab a hold of those and we proclaim them and we, we act on those things, we partner with those things. But what if we seek out the scriptures to say who we are in Christ? What if we seek out those scriptures that confirms the love for us and the love that he has for other people? What about asking Holy Spirit inside of us 
and the amazing things that God can do. How about searching out these scriptures and partnering with them? God has some amazing things to say about you. And it's okay to believe it. It's okay to just receive the love of Jesus Christ. I got a five minute challenge. Sometime during the week, take five minutes, give yourself some quiet time somewhere, just close your eyes and think about just just think about the love of Christ for you. Just however you would do that, say, Holy Spirit, just speak to me. I, I really want to know how much you love me. I really need to know how much you love me, God. I want to know, would you please speak to me? Five minutes, if you last five minutes. Five minutes, just let him pour out his love upon you. Spoiler, enemy's going to come in and try to knock in some lies there. Don't listen to one negative thing that you hear because it is not of God. Just tell the enemy right up front, shut up, go away. I'm talking to God right now and you're not invited, and just open your heart and say, God, I just want to receive all that you have for me. He will speak to you. He does love each of There's not one person in this room, not one person that's hearing my voice on a podcast that he does not love, and he will show you. He wants to have a relationship with us. That's why we were created to have a relationship with God, to worship God, to be with him. That's a five-minute challenge. God wants us to know. He wants us to know. What if, I, what if we seek out those scriptures that speak about grace, that speak about grace, that gives us peace about we don't have to struggle all the time. Working with, with Jesus Christ, working with the Holy Spirit is not hard. In fact, I shouldn't say the word working, but it just kind of spit out. But, you know, when we partner with Holy Spirit, and we partner with Jesus. Pastor Daniel said it last week, we do it from a place of rest. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. If he's asked you to do something, he'll give you the grace to do it. So what if we seek out these, these verses also and, and, make, and just grab a hold of them, believe them, even if at first it doesn't it doesn't feel right, doesn't sound right, just decide, I'm going to take on some childlike faith here and believe. Believe and partner. Believe and partner with what Holy Spirit, what Jesus is saying about us. He wants us to believe. We know that God wants to do amazing things in the lives of people. But do we believe that he wants to do it through us? He does. He does. Do we believe that he wants to work through us? We are his hands extended. We're his hands extended to our city, our schools, our families. We are his voice. We are his witnesses that God really is as good as he says he is, that he really does love everyone, that he really is the answer, that he really will heal them, that he really does care about the wounds of their heart. He cares, and he wants to minister to them. Do we believe that we are his hands extended? Do we believe that God can move through us to touch the lost? He wants to. 
How about if we grab a hold of those scriptures and bring them into our heart and say, yes, I'm going to believe it and partner with that. So what if we partner with Jesus? The word partner is one that is united with another in an activity or sphere, one of common interest, especially a spouse or a lover, one or two persons dancing together, one of a, one of a pair. So just think about that for a minute. United with Jesus. Partnering. United with Jesus. Partnering or united with Jesus. Receiving his love. Letting his love flow through you. Loving him and him loving us. And sending it out. Dancing with Jesus. A dancing partner. Dancing with Holy Spirit. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Doing life with Jesus. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit loves us so much. He will never, ever leave us. He is your partner for life. What we say a while ago, his word is settled forever. Ever. Jesus said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. The Holy Spirit is with you, even in your darkest trial, your darkest time, your most just you're just bombarded by, by things of the enemy. Holy Spirit is with you. He loves you. He is going to bring you out. You are coming through. You are not rooted in that mess. You are above it in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit is going to take you through, and he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He wants you to know that. And when you know the love of God, you can weather the storm. You can weather the storm when you know that, that God loves you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So if we believe and if we partner, if you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior, you already have Holy Spirit. He's already moving in you. He's already speaking to you. We partner with him. You know, we're all different. The Holy Spirit is going to speak to each and every one of you in a different way than me. His calling is different. Same God, same faith, same Holy Spirit. We're all together. We're different, and yet we're in the same body. God has a calling for each and every one of us. What's what's birthing in your heart? What's something that you really feel like maybe Holy Spirit is calling you to? Do you have a, a ministry to heal you want to see people heal? Do you want to see people enter healing? Do you want to see, uh, do you want to minister to teens? Do you want to minister to uh, those in the nursing home? Do you, you know, again, I could go on and on. The plans that God has for each and every one of us is so different. But do you believe that he will use you? He wants to. He wants to. The Holy Spirit is in you. He has perfect, he has plans and desires for you that only you can fill. That spot, that piece of the puzzle that you perfectly fit. Believing and partnering what the Holy Spirit has to say for us. So do we believe, do we believe that we can see the kingdom of God in our lives? Do we believe that we're righteous? And we have peace and we have joy. We have the kingdom inside of us when we have Holy Spirit inside of us. Believing that, believing 
Dare to believe that you have been made the righteousness of God. Dare to believe that you've got joy and peace down in there. Sometimes we got to work at bringing it up because we go through stuff, but it's there. It's there. It's just like, okay, I'm going through you know what right now, and it's not fun, but I know that I know God loves me. I know his spirit is in me. And I know I've been made the righteousness of God. I know I've got peace. I know I've got joy. I know that I'm more than a conqueror. I know that his blood was shed for me. I know that I am going to be victorious in Jesus' name. It is all through the power that works effectually in us who who believe. It's him. It's his work. It's his job. It's his power. It's him working through us because we believe. Because we believe. You know, and, and maybe you're here today, you're not sure where God wants to, you know, where he wants you to fit. You're not sure of the calling that God has on your life. That's okay. Sometimes we're here to rest. Sometimes we're here to be ministered to. Sometimes we just need to, like this morning, just soak in his presence and just let him just, just soak. Just soak in the presence of God, the love of God, the presence of God is so healing and is so strengthening. So if you don't know what the Lord is leading you through, you don't know, going, God, I don't know, what do you have for my life? What, what do you want me to do? Where do I fit? It's okay if you don't know. He knows. It's all his perfect timing. It's a process. And he speaks, ask him, Holy Spirit, what? What, what do you have for me? Where do I fit, God? I know. <laughs> I know. I know there's something more than just what I see right now. I know that there's something that you have for me that I'm just not getting yet. What is it? Call out to God. Call out to Holy Spirit. He will show you. He will speak to you. He has perfect plans for you. He loves you so much. Don't ever, ever, ever believe the lie of the enemy that God doesn't love you and you're, you just, you don't have a place. There's nothing for you to do in the kingdom of God because it's not true. It's a lie. Don't ever believe that. God is so, so good. But the value of soaking in his presence, the value of resting in his love, it, it, it's amazing. So. It is that joy unspeakable. It's that joy unspeakable. And again, you know, I, I don't want to, like, talk about working and partnering and, and you get the wrong impression. It's not about works. It's not about striving. Works of the flesh, I heard, works of the flesh will wear you out. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But when God asks you to do something, when he's got a call on your life, he gives you the grace to do it. But again, it all stems back from the love of God, that perfect love of God that he really, really is as good as he says he is. And he really, really does love you. And he really does have a plan and a purpose for you. Really, really does. You know, I just, um, (laughs) thank you, Jesus.
God wants you to know today how much he loves you. We, you hear that a lot around here, but there's just such a need for us to know. Such a need for us to know the love of God. That we are accepted. That we are valued. You know, when you look at the life of Jesus, everything he did for us, That's the proof right there. There's the proof of of his goodness right there. So being settled in his love, partnering with the goodness of God, and seeing what God wants to do in our lives. I believe that God has a lot for us here at Awaken Life Church. I believe that he's going to break forth and just do mighty, mighty, mighty works by the power of his Holy Spirit. And I just thank you, God, for that. And we just, just believing that he loves us, believing that his word is true, believing that it's not just for us, but for those out the door, believing that he wants to use us, is preparation for what he wants to do. It's just amazing, God. We just... Holy Spirit has such things in store for us that we, like Pastor James said, we cannot imagine. We put God in a box. <laughs> he doesn't like it in a box. He wants to come out. He wants to come out. He wants to come out in joy. He wants to come out in, in freedom. He wants you to be free. He wants to come out in our worship. He wants to come out in, in, in his manifestations of his presence. You know, and, and, and we need to be ready for that. We need to be ready for that, grounded in his love and grounded in, yep, that's the word of God. That's the word of God. It's true. You know, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing in the Bible that said the promises of God stopped when the disciples died. In Mark, it's just something that, that, that jumped out at me one, one day. Um, it's Mark 16, I think. Uh, Jesus was talking to the disciples, and I better pick this up because I might misquote it, and that would not be a good thing. But Jesus is talking to the disciples, and it's Mark 16, and he's talking to them, and he says, These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demon, devils. They will speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So what, you know, I, I looked at that and a couple things jumped out at me. These signs shall follow them that believe. We, <laughs> we believe. We believe the love of God. We believe the word of God. We believe that he wants to reach out. We, we, we believe I mean, Jesus prayed, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That hasn't happened all over earth yet. It's happening in pockets, places where the God is free to move, and there's just like, it's just like heaven. There's healings, and there's deliverance, and there's joy, and there's weeping, and there's laying out on the floor, and there's, there's all kind of things. But it's not widespread yet. You know, the Bible has been written. It's a closed book. 
But the story, the history is still being written. History still being written. We read about great uh, men and women of God of great faith. It's just, you know, in recent years, years past of great outpourings of the Holy Spirit. You know, so history is still being written. Why them and not us? Why then and not now? I believe God wants to do a, a new thing here at Awaken Life Church. And I just, I just believe we're, we're ready. We're believing and we're calling out for the presence of God. And we want to see, we want to see his presence. We want to feel his presence. We want to see the manifestations. We want people to be healed. We want people to be delivered. And I'm going to get back to my verse. These signs shall follow them that believe. Well, first of all, I looked at it and I looked at it again. I didn't see any expiration date on this. I didn't see anywhere on here where it said, once the disciples are all gone, this offer is null and void. I didn't see that on here. So that tells me that, wait, well, wait a minute. His word is settled forever. He's faithful to all generations. That told me this is for me. This is for us today. But there's one thing that jumped out at me. I'm, I'm not into picking up serpents. I'll leave that to the, uh, to the experts. <laughs> I'm not running around looking for people that I can cast out demons, but I have witnessed that. It's an amazing transformation. It is an amazing miracle. It's, it's an amazing, wonderful thing. And I thank God that I speak in tongues. I thank you, God, for that gift. Some people think that's one of the lesser gifts. I don't think so. I don't think so. We're, we're talking to God. I think that's an amazing gift. Okay, but here it is. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. I believe with all my heart, God wants to see people healed. So how I believe, I believe, so how do I partner with that? I pray for the sick. I don't know, some people, sometimes they get healed. Sometimes they go home and they recognize later, hey, I'm, it's, it's better, it's done, I'm healed. That's great. Sometimes I pray for people and they don't get healed. I don't know, I don't know why that happens. I don't know, I'm not God, but I'm not gonna stop believing. This word is true. It's settled. These signs shall follow them that believe. I believe. What do we believe? What are we allowing the Holy Spirit to do through us? He wants to. He wants to. So, you know, I, I'm not going to, like I said, not everybody I pray for gets healed, but I'm not going to quit. I think it's Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Chris Gore. He prays for dead, you know, sometimes he prays for people that are dead. And he prays for people that are on their deathbed. And he was asked once, well, what do you do when you pray for somebody to, to be healed and they die? I said, well, I mourn for the family. I weep. I weep with the family. And then I go on. And I pray for somebody else. We can't figure out God. <laughs> we can't. We, do, we don't know. That, we don't know. But we just continue to believe, and we continue to keep our eye on the mark that's before us and keep moving and keep believing and keep partnering with God. So I just, 
there's one thing I just really felt like I, I wanted, wanted to say. There are people in this room today, you do know that God loves you. And you have stood on the promises. You know they're true. You know they're good for you. He's a good, good God. He loves you, and the promises are yours. You know that. And you've prayed, and you've done all you can do, but you just haven't seen the complete manifestation yet. I just really believe in my heart God wants to encourage you today that he loves you. He sees you. He sees the struggle that you've been in. And he's saying to you today that you are stronger than you think. You are mighty in your battle. You are dressed in the armor of God and you have done what you know to do and you are standing. You are still standing on the word. And you know that you know that you are loved and your answer is before you in Jesus' name. I just wanted to encourage you that God sees you. God sees you. He just wanted to encourage you. The answer is on the way. It could be right before you. It could be right before you. It could be right. It, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen the next day. I don't know the process, but I know that I know that he put you on my heart, and he wants to encourage you today that he loves you, he's with you, and your answer is on the way. So, pretty simple message. God is good. He's truly as good as he says he is. What if we believe? What if we partner with him? So, and, you know, sometimes, like I said, we, we do question just because we're going through stuff. We've got such burdens on our heart. So I just want to say one last thing. If, if you're here today and you'd like prayer to really be able to say, I know God loves me. I know that I know. I know he loves me. If you have a struggle with that, a wound in your heart that you just want to be healed, we just encourage you to come up for prayer today. We, lo- we love to pray. We love to see God do amazing things in people's lives. Um, yeah. So that was it. Praise God. He's good. He's good all the time. So I'm going to ask Pastor Daniel or Pastor Joy to come up. That was awesome word. Oh, what a good word.